This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up though? It's your man Jake Johnson, aka the Tim Foyo Hat Titan, aka the Conspiracy Realist, aka the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, aka I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, cause all the hoes say, J U Ice, young Caesar, cause you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark cause they couldn't find another animal just like me. AKA the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? It's your man Dame going wild, the West Side landlord, the pride of PA, high chief Dame don't fuck around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, your mama's. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Oh, shit. Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 226. Yeah, you feel me. Two two seven gonna feel good, man. Yeah, we gonna we gonna have to play the 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 two two seven theme music next week. Man, I had a thing for Jack A. Harris. She's still fine. She still is. She I got still. a thing for older women. Okay, older voluptuous women. Okay, I can I can dig that. I can dig that. Two two seven was great, man. They don't they don't get love when we talking about black shows. It's a lot of black shows that don't get no don't get we the love that they're that. supposed. We gonna to. do an episode of that. You know what I'm saying? We don't gotta wait till like no March Madness type shit. We'll, 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 we'll. Can you just name another black show that don't get no love like it's supposed to? Uh, The Parenthood with Robert Townsend. Robert Townsend don't get a lot of love. No, fam. Robert Townsend, the first <laughs> Tyler Perry, dog. He don't get no fucking love. He made his own superhero. That ni- nigga made Hollywood Squares was good, of course. Uh, let me see what else. Don't he had a sketch comedy show on HBO a while back, no, right I, back in the day. I Robert can't remember Townsend, what the name of it was. Robert Townsend had his own studio. They act like Tyler Perry, the first one. He had his own studio. Also did Hollywood Shuffle. Like, come on, yeah, fam. Yeah. We wouldn't know who the, the Wayne's family clan is without Robert Townsend. Facts. Like, come on, man. We gotta do. Maybe we do a. We gonna have to get a, a Robert Townsend appreciation up in this joint. You feel me? Um. Anyway, dog, we back episode two twenty six, man. We got a little bit of of a different format, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we haven't done video in quite some time, so we we set it up like the newsroom. I was hoping we was gonna have a table in front of us. Um, I don't got no table, and we we just be kicking it. It's, it just, still, it's still the just, shop, you feel me? And then I've been seeing a lot of other people calling themselves shop man, talk podcasts and how they set their thing up, but y'all know who the innovators are. Yeah, man. Like well, when you when you put in the hashtag and you put in Shop Talk Podcast, bitch, you're not the first thing to come up. Like, like that shit, that's that's the kind of thing that kind of get me. Cause we gonna get to one, you know what I'm saying, this this one shit this week. But like we've been doing the Shop Talk Podcast since June fifteenth, sixteenth of twenty sixteen. 
like that's four and a half years ago like that's that's a long fucking time yeah like that's established that's before podcasting was a thing we was out here doing our thing that don't mean like we the greatest and no shit like that that's but not, we did it first that's not where we did know. it before you new niggas did it so when other shop talks and different podcasts you know they try to put their shit together and they'll they'll use the hashtag shop talk podcast you can't own no fucking hashtag you can do what the fuck you want to do but when you use it i know you clicked on it before because like why would you make a hashtag that you've never clicked on and when you name it after your quote-unquote self so once you start a new podcast and you want to call that shit shop talk podcast and you click on the hashtag and you see four years worth of shit you should be like oh shit i can't use this one or when you think you thinking of a name and you go to you go to to instagram and be like yo that name ain't here no more or you go to twitter and that name ain't here no more or you type that shit in the podcast app and 100 percent we def- well we probably gonna be the second name to come up because there was a shop talk podcast but it was like some auto mechanics yeah some yeah. motorcycle shit yeah and it's not nowhere near the same as what we do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't be understanding that shit. I don't know, man. Imitation is the best form of flattery. You know who the originators are, Jay and Dame. Is that uh, the new Apple Watch? No. Uh-uh. Are you getting a new Apple Watch? Uh, I don't know. You got you got like two generations ago Apple Watch. Uh, this is a five. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I wasn't trying to sneak this. I just know. You no, know, this is a five. You I know that you me? like to keep up with technology. You know, I didn't get the six because... Uh, I I just didn't get the six, but uh, I don't know, man. They got this gold stainless steel one, man. That motherfucker look great. I don't really want to drop eight hundred dollars on it. You know what I'm saying? But you got uh, it. I mean, I got enough Apple stock. <laughs> you feel me? Like, let's just. It's like, look, if I if I trade in my Apple stock for Apple Watch, it's kind of like I still got the stock, right? Nah, it's, it's <laughs> I, not. I, I own a, a piece one, of the, one is passive income. One is you know like a. A splurge of I'm just uh, saying, money. Like I still own X amount of dollars of Apple. It stayed with Apple. It does. So I, I don't know, man. I, I do want one, but you know, I got some shit coming up that you got something big on the floor. Need, uh, How's that going? Uh, you know, it's going, man. You know, we still looking like we're gonna hit the deadline. Yeah, you know. So we'll find out Monday or Tuesday. All so. right. All right. Prayers up. Yeah, man. You know, blessings after, on top of blessings. Yeah, then you know we be out here popping bottles and celebrating this shit, man. Anyway, though, we get into we get into the details and all uh, uh of some more of this shop talk shit in a minute. But how how was your week, dog? Man, my week started kind of stressful. I ain't even gonna lie. This, what happened? Uh, somebody else almost died while I was in a dialysis center. Jesus Christ! Maybe it's you. He was one seat. Luck, he was one seat over from me. So I'm chill. So when I go, I'm hooked up to the machine just to, you know, continue my transparency. Yeah. I'm hooked up to the machine four hours because I'm still kind of new to the process. I'm I'm a little bit taller, so there's a little bit more work that needs to be done. And I sleep my whole four hours. Like, you know, they hook me up because I got to be there at like six in the morning. Yeah. So fuck it. Since I'm already been up, you know, I took my meds. I take a nap. So I'm sleeping and I hear a whole bunch of commotion and I, and I hear them like, oh, we losing them. So immediately I'm like. Man, that's some shit that you can't say out loud. <laughs> like, fine. <laughs> hey, be like, the cat's out the bag. Something. But just don't say, yo, we losing them. I mean, but it's true. That's how they, that's how you get the help over there. Like, no, y'all got to train them to say, 
the monkey jumped the moon. <laughs> <laughs> like you, when, and when you've been into the hospital and certain shit, like you, like you know, when you hear cold blue in the hospital, you know somebody dying. <laughs> so cold words, dog. Y'all got y'all can't less scary. Like Care Bears are here. <laughs> anyway, I hear them say, I hear the the text say like, "Oh shit, we're losing them." No. So immediately I wake up like. Who? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so I look over as my man in the chair next to me. So they start do like everybody is over at his station. They yeah. start doing a little shit, lifting his legs up, giving him oxygen, giving him an IV, and eventually they able to like bring him back. Like yeah, you know he was he was he was fake. Older guy, older. I mean, in his forties, late forties, early fifties. I mean, he was fading out. So you they, got about ten years on you. Nah, man, I got uh, I got about another forty. So he <laughs> I'm was. He got like oh, ten yeah, years yeah, on yeah. you. On me, yeah. Yeah. So I saw him fading out, and like I'm watching the whole thing, and then I watched them like do whatever they need to do, and then bring them back. So like when he came, you know, once he pulled to Jesus and came back to life. Then he was like, you know what? I'm done for the day. I'm going home. So they hook him and he just going about his day. No, nah, fam. You almost went home for real. <laughs> <laughs> you need to relax. He said he was going know? to the crib, man. He done for the day. I, I get it, dog. Like, but like, I guess when you almost die and you don't, you can make them type of decisions like, for right, yourself. It's, I'm, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, let's I'm, wrap this shit on yeah. up. <laughs> so he, he wrapped it up and went home. But man, uh, other than that, dog, you know, I had my babies with me this week and okay. starting to get them back and it's been a blessing because I ain't really had my kids like that since I got out the hospital Yeah, and my kids like bring me life man they like they they do something with me but this virtual school thing I'm about to ask how that's, how that's working man it's a shit show I'll be honest because like so like it works for like my oldest son and my middle son they not like real they don't need the social aspect you know what I'm saying they just about business I won't say they about business, but like the social aspect of school, they don't necessarily miss it. My, now, my oldest son, he in 12th grade, so he not doing, you know, the normal 12th grade shit. You know, the pep rallies, they'd have been getting ready for homecoming right about now. So shit like that, he missing out on. But I mean, he can still maneuver around and see his girls so and he's straight. You, like, are they missing out on social aspects? Well, let me rephrase this. School there activities. Are, there are there are definitely are some social things that you just can't do. Yeah. But it seems like more and more like the social things that people do are online now. So now you kind of like forced to be online. And Zoom, though it's not ideal, yo, you can still have a fucking good time on Zoom. Yeah, it's to a certain degree but like my my daughter she going into ninth grade like she missing out on just like starting high school and you know kind of maneuvering and being there and making new friends and like you know she was playing volleyball last year she you know not knowing when the volleyball season has started and tryouts and all that so she just kind of missed out she want to be in school she want to be with her friends and you know learn and just had that high school experience i mean it's i see both ends but them kids be going nuts like i can hear the teachers all day like turn your volume off turn your mic off like concentrate like it's just a whole different thing as I opposed to being in a, we gotta a, talk a to classroom her. environment 
We got to talk to uh, the homie Marcus. Uh, he a teacher now. Yeah, he is. Um, Shout out to the homie virtual. Uncle Marcus, man. We got to back up, get in here and tell us. See how that's working. Cause in the triangle offense back. Me and Marcus been talking throughout the week, too, and he just been telling me, you know, he a technology teacher and telling me about the woes. And it's such a, it's such a gap for our kids in terms of, like, their knowledge of technology and some of these parents' knowledge of technology. Like, I'm in a good space because I'm not too old. I use computers. No, you're horrible, though. I mean, I need I need some help. You can't put you can't connect the VCR is what you said. I like, can't con- I can't con- can I you could, connect this PS2 for me. I couldn't connect the cable box and the sound bar that's, this week. That's that's a, that's you I, are the gap. Nigga. I got a new cable you the gap, box, <laughs> but I can connect to the Wi-Fi. I know how to make my laptop work. I know how to use Bluetooth, but like I couldn't connect the sound bar to make that shit work for nothing. Shout out right, to the homie. Here go hot take. Shout out to the homie Verge who came through and helped me out. When Verge bought juices, man, he hooked up my soundbar and he connected my universal remote because I couldn't do it. Jesus, I couldn't Christ. do it. Like, Shout out to Verge. No, you be, I'll be so fucking irritated, dog. Like I don't I, listen. He asked me that I need help, and I was like, "Yeah, bro, I, 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 I kind of do." Verge, a nice guy. You know, what <laughs> that's I'm my bro. That's my little brother. And man. listen, I'll be so like when niggas can't like follow directions. Like I get angry. You know what I'm saying? Like listen, it says. Take the red one and match it up with the one that's the same color. Like we're talking about colors here, fam. Okay. And like you'll be walking through somebody through the through some steps over the phone. Like at work, we got a something rolled out, and it's some very simple shit. I'd be like, "What you see on your screen right now? Just 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 tell me what you see." Well, it says this this this, and then it says at the bottom it says continue. Could you please hit the button that says fucking continue? Like I, some of this shit just be like, come on. I'll be man. honest, like I'm not the type of nigga that like to read instructions. So nah, like, dog. so say like that's I bu- the, that's let me get to my hot take. Say, now I got the, hold on. So say like I buy something, I'm just gonna look at the box and see what it look like. That's when different. It, and if mine don't look like that, then I'm then I'm probably tripping. But like if I buy, I don't buy like furniture. You gotta assemble because I can't. I can't do it. Oh I can't God. go through them instructions and fix. I can't do it. Oh I can't do it. Just send it to. Me. I pay extra so for this the installation. The issue, this the issue. It's not the kids struggling with homeschooling. It's the parents who just don't know how to fucking read or follow directions. No, they gotta be in school. No, nigga, they okay. Logging onto their fucking tablet. Like this not. It's not a. It's not fucking rocket science. It's y'all that got an issue. Y'all no, don't no. know how to check the email that the parents sent. But how how do I get on this? This Google machine. <laughs> but like like my daughter, she was missing like she had gaps in her schedule, like two, three hour gaps. So, I mean, that's where I say it was like the shit show because we had to like call the school like, OK, it's no it's no schedules from like 10 to 12. So you call them and then they fix it. Right. I mean, yeah, but I'd I'm rather just call you. The first, I'm first off, I can call you or email you or text you without going up three flights of stairs and walking down to office. I'm just going to be like, yo. Or if you're the parent, you just call the teacher like, hey, yo, or you call up to the school. Some of this shit ain't that difficult. It's it's not. But I mean, I'm just saying it, it wasn't the smoothest process to say like the first two, three days. Now they damn near two weeks in. And I mean, they, they cooking with grease. But I mean, it's just it's just different. Like they they in their room all day on they on their laptop, like going to school room all day at work. I mean, I'm saying I earned this. You know, I paid the cost to be the boss. And it's a new world, dog. We can't, we can't, we can't give these kids nineteen eighties 
school experience in 2020. Like we be like, yo, it was different for us. Yeah, nigga, that was 30 years ago. But but like, look at do you do you have any fond memories of 12th grade? Yeah. Okay, so like, I just feel for like my son. I got fond memories of the of the quarantine. Who? But I mean, I'm saying, man, like he not gonna have. He may not have prom or you know, senior talent show or, Listen. you know, kissing a girl in the hallway and shit like okay. that. And like, after, I mean, that's... But after school, he gonna go to their house. These kids just getting together. Like, y'all act like these motherfuckers in the house. Everybody is everywhere, though. No, nah, no, nah, he he definitely be over his girlfriend's house, and I'm not a huge fan of company. Well, listen, dog. Because company is like, facilitating Like, I get what everybody's saying, and guess what? I don't have children, so hey, <laughs> I'm one of those niggas who telling you what to do. But, like, I hear a lot of I, I know there are some legitimate issues out there and like school is probably not there are other issues with school not the not necessarily the technology now if side you got a home school your children homeschool and they're younger and you got a full-time job and somebody got to be home while they homeschool that's a problem in itself yeah that's not I don't have a that's no there's no learning deficiency and no shit like that. Is that yo they, they in school from seven to three and I work eight to five? Who who where is the adult to be here? You know I'm I'm fortunate enough that I still do work from the house, so I mean I can be there with them while they in school until they go back home with their mothers. So I mean there's no uh, need for additional childcare. I'm fortunate in that aspect, and it's good to have them. You know I I came front man. I like having them around and having them all in one space where like they taking lunch together. I can, you know, see them throughout the course of the day. Like I missed that. Yo, this is the hot take for the matrix dog. This is a, this is a dry run. Cause we all going to be at home in our homes. We just going to plug in when you want to go nah, outside. No, no. <laughs> you going to plug in. Watch, you think I'm playing. I Watch till that nigga uh, Elon Musk hit that Neuralink shit for real. I don't see us going like, in terms of work, I don't have a reason to go back into the office. Like working virtual. You know, I interviewed for this job this week, man, and they virtual, at least through July of next year. And uh, I'm I'm excited about that. I really want that shit to work. Cause yeah, man, I I don't have no reason to go into the office. Like we set up Zoom calls throughout the week for like you know meetings, one on one coachings. What I'm I gotta like, touch you for? Yeah, I don't miss it. I'll be wondering if the school, if the teachers in school got a little bit more control. Cause we on Zoom, nigga, I can mute you. I can't make you be quiet in class because I can't put my hands on you. But I can mute you. And so you're not disrupting the rest of the te- rest of the class. Like the 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 host can mute people, right? I know I've I, the Zooms I've been on and I've I've like I can mute everybody if I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? That the host of it. So like you got some kids who bad in class. Well, I'm gonna mute you, or I'm gonna turn off your video. You know what I'm saying? So we can just see. It seemed like you know you might have in that particular it's, circumstance. It has its pros and cons, man. It's just a, it's just different. That's yeah. all. Like now, for me, I needed span, to be in school. Yeah. Now attention span and accountability, because well, I don't know, a four year old may not have the wherewithal. I say may will not have a wherewithal to sit still for six hours. And like in a room, they're gonna be like, all right, and then walk over there and start watching TV or grab some gummy. Yeah, beer like I got a friend of mine, his son is in kindergarten on the on Zoom, and like I, I couldn't imagine like my Man, I think these kids are safe to go to school, dog. It's the parents who gotta worry about the Rona. These kids not, is okay. They're not going to school till next year. 
And then, and what's so funny is like after, and when next year comes around, then what? Like Dorona still going? That bitch ain't I don't, going I don't nowhere. know. I don't have. This ain't, answer. it ain't for you to yeah, answer. I don't but have it's an like answer. next year. Oh, that's all y'all about it. Oh, you taking the vaccine? Am I gonna take the vaccine? Yeah. I, I need to see a little. Bit. I'm not taking it like off rip. I ain't gonna be like one of the first hundred thousand. I need to see some more results. I need to see what's gonna do to niggas. Man, I'm not taking that shit at all. Then the runner is going to continue. If not enough people take it, the, the disease is not going to be effective. You sound like that fucking article. It was an article saying black people need to take the vaccine. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying that I won't take it. I'm just not going to take it. Like you just said, if y'all don't take it, then it's going to stay. No, fuck that shit. I'm not. Just, I'm not going to be like lined up as one of the first people to take it. No, I'm not. Man, you can keep that shit, dog. Them motherfuckers been giving out uh, flu vaccines for years, twice a year, and niggas get the flu every fucking year. I ain't got the flu in years, man. I've never had that shit, knock on wood. And, and I, I had, and I take the flu, but I, I have to take the flu vaccine. My doctor straight told me if I caught the flu, it'd probably kill me. Well, So I take that bitch every year. Okay, well, they give you that bitch every year in their fucking vaccine. And I don't catch the other form of the flu. Like oh, this I, shit I get, wild, dog. <laughs> this shit wild. We just oh. living in a different. We living in a wild west. It's, it's just a different time right now. We're gonna look back on twenty twenty and say these was the good old days. Good. Or these is the <laughs> the blue bonnet plague days. <laughs> or these like, are the days of the, the great brand new America. Like what? If this, sort of this the new Great Depression, right? We always hear about the Great Depression, like how shit was all fucked up, like. If this was the Great Depression right now, even though, like, it ain't as bad as the textbooks made it seem and shit. Like, no, it's worse though. <laughs> it, this is worse than the Great Depression. Well, them niggas was okay then, like, cause this fucked they up. Ma- they here. made it. It doesn't make it okay, but <laughs> I mean, they made was it. All right. Like, nigga, we all right. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's I'm the consolation. Right. We all right. I mean, I'm all right. Okay, could be worse. Where's for you? Why the fuck is this gnats in the studio? You got fruit in here? I don't know. It's it's one single gnat, and he been in here for like a uh, uh, for like three days. I can't oh, get him man. out. Dog. That bitch in my mustache. Okay. Um. Anyway, dog, as we was talking um earlier about this shop talk shit, so I'm online and uh, niggas start tagging me and, and tweeting me and texting me uh about this. Joe Biden, black men for Biden shop talk that they did yesterday. Yeah, I said that shit to you. With Rep. Jewel Jones, Young uh, Jeezy, <laughs> uh, the nigga from Say the Last Dance and Barbershop, and the uh, smart nigga from Barbershop, and another gentleman I, I'm not I'm not very familiar with. And um, I mean, I saw this shit first. I'm like, all right, another nigga saying shop talk. Like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. But then more people start hitting me up. I'm like, then I somebody mentions like, yo, that is kind of like blue and dark blueish. I'm like, hey, yo, yo, we not affiliated with this shit in not any fucking all. way, shape, or form. Not at all. Uh, like, what do you feel like? Like, I don't. So the term shop talk, shop space talk is copywritten and trademarked uh, by someone else, right? Someone in the city of Detroit, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Um, but Shop Talk Podcast, one word, is our shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and as much from day one, I've never 
hashtag just shop talk or shop under space. You know, it's always been one word hashtag shop talk podcast. When I reference anything, it's always shop talk podcast. You know what I'm saying? So that's just a heads up for everybody. But niggas do. I mean, it's, this is shop talk though, right? And everybody know that 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 this is shop talk. And like when you around the city and shit, like I wonder how niggas feel naming something after something else that you you know. I mean, they they want to give it that aesthetic that you know the barbershop is a place you can have comfortable conversation. It it, it sets a tone, is what yeah. I think, uh, and that's why people you know tend to use it now. The other shop talk that we're talking about, you know, we uh, what's a good way to put it? Because I don't want to. Well, uh, Hollis um, had was like she had tweeted earlier today. I generally because everybody. Looked at that shit and gave it the side eye, like get the fuck out of here with this shit. Not because it's attached to us, because these just the, the, the four people, the four pairing. So she was like, "I want to genuinely, I want to know why this is interesting. I get why Shop Talk Pod is upset because of the name usage. People laughing and saying this panel is trash. Um, it's an interesting panel, and so I went through some explain. One, I'm not mad. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like I, I don't. I was like, fuck them. But no, that's not what I mean. But like, I'm not mad. But the reason that this panel was so interesting uh, is because, oh, Dr. David Marion, I'm not familiar with him. Uh, Rep. Representative Joel Jones, Jeezy, and Sean Patrick Thomas. The reason that these look like a, a, a random odd pairing and why people laughed at it and retweeted with the side eye is because one of jokes first. First and foremost, Niggas gonna get these jokes off because Jeezy trying to play the politician role. We seen the James St. Patrick's memes with Jeezy. Like, fam, we don't give a fuck about your political opinion. Uh, Two, niggas still, not me, but people still hate Jewel from a couple months ago when he had a whole social media thing and people weren't feeling him um, from a post he posted. And sometimes he presents himself in a in a way that's uh, unbecoming to others. No, we'll, we'll keep it real. I'll tell you exactly why people got. I mean, he young, he brash, he little flashy. Not even that. One, people are sheep, too. But one, he made a post. We talked about it on the pod. You know what I'm saying? Somebody sent him some shit about Black Lives Matter, White Lives Matter. People thought he was on some All Lives Matter shit. Then they seen pictures of him saying, oh, this nigga a cop. Oh, he volunteered for the to be a arm, uh, in the armed forces, whatever. So... You black, you a cop, we not fucking with you. That was the whole thing. That was all the tweets and that nigga this. I, I go to his page, he never took the shit down. It's 950 comments of people saying, you corny, you whack, you a cop, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that's two. And then three, to say the last, the Sean Patrick Thomas, like fam, are you on a, a panel about barbershop and shop talk? Because in the last barbershop movie, you was running for a, a, a political position and talking like it just seemed it's a weird pairing and it ain't getting no love uh and this whole black man for biden shit hey listen man i'll be 100 percent honest i do not like joe biden um i do not support joe biden and this whole black men for biden thing get the fuck out of here with that shit the only reason they are if they are black men for biden it's because the opposite of 45. That's it. There is nobody that's like, yo, man, we black and we really just, no, you don't really just like, dude. 
What, what <laughs> you he just don't. A, to me, he's just the lesser of two evils. He just evil. It's not even lesser of two evils. It's no such thing. <laughs> like it's evil. Is that forty five has also been just so terrible? Like anything seems like better than four more years of that. Yeah, they don't like option this option. So you about to possibly win by default or not. They told y'all last time y'all floated some, you know, we'll be anti-Trump. We'll hey black people uh, on some Hillary shit. It didn't work. Niggas didn't show up and didn't put their vote behind her. You probably got to give niggas a reason to vote. Barack spoiled us. You got two terms where black people was energetic and was involved in the political process. They liked the candidate. And then you followed up with Hillary Clinton and they didn't like the candidate and they didn't show up and they didn't vote at the same level they did for Obama. You would think that people would learn their lesson and come with a better candidate. You gave us a worse candidate than Hillary was last time against the person who beat Hillary. Then they 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 sprinkled in a little little uh little black with it. They added in Kamala and hopefully, yeah. you know, they they hoping that'll bring people out. But I think this this election might be a little bit tainted for a few reasons. You know, we're not gonna have it's not gonna be so many people in the actual physical polls. They're gonna be depending on a lot for the mail service and mail in ballots for this election. And we've seen like some of the unscrupulous things they've been doing to the mail recently trump already kind of putting it out there that like you know that there may be some uh he said a democrat's gonna fix the election via the mail so he ain't really interested in hitting the mail fix he think they gonna they gonna screw it up somehow seems like it could be the it's already planting the seeds of dissent this nigga not leaving the office no matter if he win or lose he's not leaving so could the next president like put him out I don't you got to take the office of president before you the president. But I'm just saying like there's still you still got to get sworn like I don't need. So until you get sworn in until that ceremony happens, you not the president. Okay, so I still get sworn in. And then once I get what I'm saying is the current president, if he lose, I don't think he's going to let that happen. And then what do you do? Who the military going to follow? Because the military going to follow the, the president. president. I don't know. <laughs> It'd be brand new. Territory. And the military isn't endorsing him anyway. They not? They said they are. Oh, okay. The police departments and they they, they endorsing him. So he like, no, nah, we ain't leaving. This shit. What, I'm contesting. I'm contesting the election. He's going to contest this shit. I don't give. He can lose by a landslide. He's contesting it. And I just don't got. I don't got the feeling that he's going to leave. That'd be interesting. That'll be one for the history books. Very mutant, mutiny-ish. And that's, are we going to have a, yeah, man. That'll be one for the history books. Uh, It's going to be interesting. Um, I'm not, I'm not a Biden. He already talked about, I put all my biases on the, on the table. He the said, big thing is about the guns. That's one of them things. He okay. tried to use that shit. You know, motherfuckers out here crazy now. And uh, California nigga ran up on a police officer and shot, shot two, of two of them yeah. with a handgun. And then Biden said, see, that's the reason that we got to ban assault rifles. It wasn't assault rifles. I'm like, yo, that was a handgun, fam. Like, we got to have common sense gun law. 
because what is going to happen is you're going to get the ban on your ARs and then he coming for the handguns because that's what kills most people. Like, nigga, if everybody, if everybody, if everybody banned handguns and everybody had to have a rifle, I would feel safer. Because I can see you with your fucking rifle. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what time it is. I'll like, you can't. Coney, I don't know who who got a handgun. You don't know who got the, you don't know who got the little, the blicky on them. Yeah. Like, when, when they got a rifle, like, you know what time it is. It's an even, like, oh, yeah, we not going on that side because. See what that nigga got. Twelve niggas over there with rifles. Yeah, niggas, niggas get killed with handguns. So if that's the that's is that what next? Man, I, I peeped. I watched. I Would was, it be a safer place though? I mean, you look at other places where they don't have there. There are thirty five million more guns in this country than there are people. It's fucking crazy, right? It is. That's a huge number. It's over with, fam. Like, th- there ain't no niggas ain't never gotta make another gun in the history of guns in the in the history of the world, and it's still enough. Like, there is no. It's already. It's too. It's too late to play the game of you can't have this, you can't have that. Everybody got it already, dog. They'll just make it tougher if you use it. If you go ahead and use it, and you caught with an AR. That just make some mandatory minimums or some shit. Well, that'd be my issue is like there are a ton of gun um, laws on the books now, right? So you gonna right. put some more on like people who follow laws follow laws. The criminals don't give a fuck. You can keep adding bitches up. So peep this though. Um, People are scared that Biden is gonna get into the office and take guns. That's not just like a, a Jason thing. Um, in Michigan specifically, they looked at background checks in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan, here go the numbers. Um, Michigan's uh, numbers for background checks is up 244%. Niggas is getting strapped up in Michigan, dog. All over the country, the shit is higher, but in Michigan, Two hundred and forty-four percent, dog. That's pretty huge. It's it's <laughs> uh, so you got to ask yourself who's getting those guns because black folks are still the minority, and what are they getting them for? Zombie apocalypse coming. Man, it's for the race war. <sighs> I, I believe it, dog. I, I really do. Um, but anyway, dog. Uh, I don't want to talk about this shit no more. It's too depressing. Uh, let's talk about some other depressing shit. <laughs> it's like, uh, mm-hmm. your man Kanye West been in the news this week, dog. Okay, about him and this uh, record deal situation. Yeah. How uh, you feel about it? So, I feel, if, I really feel one way about it. You know, when you are a brand new artist, me and you have both doubled and dabbled in music, yeah. you know, heavily at times. Not, not so much. Uh, when you are a brand new recording artist, you are a nobody. You're not a star for the most part. Well, the the old way of doing business, you know, you're not a star. Somebody, you know, you you make a demo, you shop it, you get a manager, you shop it around, you hope to get a record deal. Kanye is from more or less that school. Yeah, he was a producer. You know, he got a couple couple lucky breaks, and then he got himself introduced into rapping. So when the record label finds you and you are 
Jason from Joy Road, and you are 21 years old, and you're just a good-ass rap. You're an incredible rapper from Joy Road with a lot of potential, but you don't, you're not a star yet. They have to take you, invest that money into your skill, your music, studio, video, putting you on tour, creating an image, getting you stylist. It's just a whole list of shit that the record label has to put into. Yeah. And they are ultimately taking all of the risk. All of it. They're, it's like giving you a loan and hoping it's giving you a million dollar loan and hoping that you can pay it back. Yeah. Sometimes it's it works. It's an advance. Sometimes it works out. I had a good friend of mine that was signed to a Universal back in the day as an R&B artist. You know, they gave him a lot of money up front, a lot of money we fucked off. You know, just being in the studio 10, 12 hours and not doing shit, but getting high and bringing bitches through and ordering food and nothing came of it. And we looked down six months down the line, Universal was like, we don't, we don't have can. shit. I, I gave you 200,000. Where's the album? Nigga didn't have much of an album to show for it. They dropped him. He went back to the block and not a diss to him, but like he just living a regular life now. He, you know, do do a regular thing. So, I mean, or then you look on the flip side, like a, somebody like a Kanye West or a Big Sean. You know, Sean was just rapping outside of the, of the radio station. The Big Sean that was 17 at, you know, 105.9 doing the Friday Night Cypher is not the Sean that dropped Detroit too. It took a lot of investment in him in order to get him there. So I mean, on the flip side, it paid off. But then, you know, on the other end is so many others that it just doesn't never work out for you. Hear niggas names and they start to bubbling. You say, oh, such and such sign with, you know, Rockefeller. Well, it's a lot of niggas sign a Rockefeller that never came out. Never came out. Well, never my- did good. I had a homeboy of mine that was signed to Bad Boy. I remember going up to the Bad Boy Studios and kicking it. And there was there was this girl there that was a singer on Bad Boy. She had been signed for like five, six years. She had never put shit out. She was just, just there. She was writing on shit, but she was supposed to be signed as a solo artist. She had a 10 album deal. She's never put out one. 10 album deal. Puffy signed her to a 10 album deal. She had never put out a single. That's she predatory. has to have 10 albums worth of music. That's predatory. 10 albums? Can you name me an artist with 10 albums? No. That's not one of the greatest of all time? Jay? Fucking Snoop? I mean, you have to. You don't get to 10. She would have to put 10 albums worth of music. So say she like she do a single. A single goes towards her 10 albums. But I mean, if you look at an album, say it's got 10 to 12 songs, you still 99 in the hole. Like she's never getting out that deal, but like she wanted to be part of the business so bad and he saw the talent in her. So I'm going to sign you. And what are you going to do? So she got a little bit of money. That's predatory. It is predatory. But like when you come from the street or if you come from little to nothing, and I give you a hundred thousand dollars, but for that hundred thousand, I'm gonna sign you for ten albums. Like for somebody, that's a good that's a good pickup. So, I guess. So this week, uh, Kanye West um, put his entire contract on Twitter, page by page, every sheet of the contract, 
um, in PDF. He put that shit on Twitter. He was going on explaining how record companies do this and record companies do that. Um, and like I think ultimately it's a it's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? And it, sh- it sheds light on it. It gives you some some type of background knowledge that you may not have had. Um, about masters and the whole nine yards and shit. And I guess the question came up and people were like, yo, it's fucked up. He should have a masters and shit. Should the artist have a masters? Like if I'm the company, should I have to sell you your masters? I don't have to do shit. But like, should I have to? Should I though? Like more, like, cause people say it's not right morally. You shouldn't do like. It's a lot of shit that's not right morally, but morals have nothing to do with business. I get it. But let's just say what's going on morals. Do you think morally this person has a right to their master? No, because morally your employer doesn't owe you shit. I'd be wondering, like. You're just a high priced employee at the end of the day. So I put all this money up. I book studios. I pay artists. I pay artists and repertoire. I pay wardrobe, pay hotel fees, booking fees, catering, food, the whole nine yards. I do all this. I pay radio stations to play your shit. I play production for tours. I play, you know, I pay, I pay producers to make beats that will never come to never see the light of day. I put all this money up and then I make you a millionaire. I make you blow up. I make you a, a celebrity and you a multimillionaire. After I put all this money and this investment in there and I finally blow you up and you start being a millionaire, you think you deserve to take everything that makes the company who just made you money, you think you deserve it all and they don't get nothing no more? Like, how does that, how does that, that don't even make sense. It doesn't, but like, that's the narrative that's been created that the the music industry is a machine, it's the monster, and that anything that's not the machine is wrong i can get it though it's like so ideally it's like when you sign up and you you have to negotiate some ownership in your product up front but like i'm not obligated to nigga i i made this i made a product to make money and once i start making up making this product make money for me like why should i be why should i give it away and i can't make money off of it no more like it doesn't make sense so here's an analogy then ring right the doorbell okay i got one at my house everybody got one of them bitches yeah they're cheap Nas was an angel investor in ring before he was an angel investor right so i put up money you wouldn't have got all the rest of the money to do your research and development, your beta testing, the whole nine yards. Y'all, you wouldn't have got none of that shit. Now that y'all was a, a giant company and Amazon bought them for like a billion dollars. So right before you sell for a billion dollars, what if the people from Rain went to Nas and say, hey man, we appreciate all that, but we need to take all your ownership back because we about to go get a billion dollars from Amazon. You gonna look like, nigga, what? I put up all, I took all the risks, I put everything. No, I am equally invested in this product as right, well. Right. You don't get to tell me I can't make money off of this no more. Why? Just because you want to make more now? If you would have, if your, if your career would have flopped and I would just stuck with all the fucking losses. I just lost money. And that were, just... were you going to come help pay me? Because 
I'm glad that you made it as a star, but I got 50 other people who didn't. Like we were talking with the, uh, a couple months ago with Meg Thee Stallion and uh, Carl, Carf- Carl Crawford. Crawford. Yeah. He's like, nigga, I ain't made no money, nigga. I'm $600,000 in a hole. You making all the money. You flying around town, nigga. Give me my money back. Fuck, give me my money back. Even if I break even, I done wasted two years. I'm not working for free for two years. No, I deserve to make money because I put the money up. Now, if you want to buy your masters back, we and can that's talk. That's different. Yeah, that's different. We can talk. I shouldn't be forced to tell you. But but the whole thing was that Jay Z in the according to the record contract, Jay Z was able to take his masters back and in exchange, in exchange for, for Kanye West masters. But I'll be honest, I don't think that's a a total like in business something has. Like you have to receive something, I have to. No, get that's some. fucked up. It's because a negotiating that, we're not, we're tool. Not, it's a negotiating tool. Yeah, but you negotiated with your man's livelihood. You my man's now. You was you was Allegedly, my employee. I, yeah, my my man's in air quotations. But whatever. you was my employee. You was my employee back then. I didn't know that Kanye. Who knew yes. that twenty years ago that Kanye West was going to be what he was? This wasn't twenty years ago. This was when they, when Jay Z was at Def Jam. Kanye was Kanye then. College dropout hadn't dropped yet, so we talking about. No, no, I'm saying like yes, Jay Z was at Def Jam, but like I'm talking about when Jay Z was the president of Def Jam. Okay, but let's say this is before college dropout. Jay Z was the president before college dropout came out. You did not college know college dropout came out in 03. And Jay Z was the president before then, wasn't he? No. Okay. Okay. So let me still paint this picture. You did not know Kanye West was going to turn into what he's turned into. You you saw some potential. Kanye is a fucking megastar right now. You didn't know when College Dropout came out that he was going to be a fucking megastar. A lot of niggas' first albums come out and they hit big first album. When did the Black Album come out? Black album came out like well the blueprint came out in what I remember that was oh one so let's say the black album came out like oh four or so oh three oh four when did Kingdom Come come out well I mean we can look at this Kingdom shit. Come came out like early oh five I remember working at Comcast and listening to Show Me What You Got at My Desk. Um, uh, when was Jay Z president of Def Jam? Uh, December two thousand and four. Uh, through through two thousand and five. So Kanye West had like three albums out by then. Kanye West was gone. Kanye West was Kanye West already. Okay. You're right. Like <laughs> Black Album came out in 03. November 14th, 03. Kanye West was Kanye West already. He wasn't what he is now, man. He Fam, was... you gonna mean to tell me after college dropout, after uh late registration, after the, his first three albums, fam, this was Kanye, this was peak Kanye. Okay. Like so. I was a huge seller. This will take its place. 
You can have these albums instead. Let me buy mine back. You can have these albums instead. You'll that's continue cold. to make that's, money. That's 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 cold blooded, dog. Is it though, or is it just business? There's no permanent friends or enemies in business. Yeah, your business is between. Um, so on the on the business side between Jay Z and Def Jam is one thing. The relationship that you have done with your quote unquote friend and brother, Kanye quote unquote because the niggas never been friends Kanye was his friend Jay was never his friend Fem, you sold someone else's legacy to get to, to secure your own so you know how much this shit worth you know the value of owning your masters but you was like yo I want my shit so take his Jay's always he been he pre-sold uh, that nigga masters cause Kanye didn't have six albums out yet he pre-sold his masters I pre-sell you albums one through six on his 10 album deal and seven through 10 he can have but one through six huh as long as you give me my masters back jay has always been a that's certain what i'm type leaving he's been a certain type of businessman I'm, i don't know what what the word or how you call it or is it a nice I way got, to put it i got i know i know exactly how to put it but he's always been a, a certain type of businessman and that's you know who jay-z be acting like them crackers. Them crackers. That's who he be acting like. That's what Dame Dash was trying to tell niggas this whole time. That whole deal. That motherfucker gonna look out for himself. He don't give a he not he not he not for we we, we gotta I think we got a false impression of what that man stand for. That's that's bold business. That's because according to Jay Z and all his raps and by how if 10 of them is millionaires and one of them fall off and we all got like all the the, the t- like all that stuff that he preaches kind but is Kanye still not a millionaire is is it really going against what he preaches is Kanye still not a millionaire yes it's going against what like that that is all his did all his mans have the opportunity to be millionaires Yes. Now, multi or as big as me, maybe not so, but like everybody ate. Everybody ate. Yeah, for the time being. But you understand the value of your masters because if you didn't, you wouldn't have leveraged your friend's masters. Like, you know what time it is. While I'm sliding out the Dev Jam seat, as I'm leaving my presidency and I can still push through shit because I'm the pre- I'm the only reason I can even sell this nigga masters is because I'm, I'm the, the president, president of Def Jam. But and I got the president Dale of Def Jam by screwing over Dame so, Dash. So so and so, Biggs. So let me put another analogy. You know, if I if I I fish, if I, you know, fish, I can feed you for a day. If I teach you how to fish, you can feed yourself for life. So this just hear me out just hear me out because i I see i see the disbelief in your voice or or in your face so yes i'm fishing for myself right now but i've given you the blueprint nigga do the same thing to somebody else it's it's kind of what just hear me out man just hear me out make it make sense for me the first time now kanye now has the blueprint to where now I'm the president of my own label. Shit, I, now do, I can take everybody else. I masters. do the same thing to Big Sean. When Sean comes up, all right, Sean, I did it to you. Now you got an artist under you. You can do the same. 
one hand continues to feed the other. I showed no, you no, how no, to no, fish. No, 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 no. I showed one you how to fish. Continues to rape the other. No, so what you saying is what you saying is what they doing now. Yo, when I got into this game, I got raped. It's the same thing that Master P doing. Yo, so I'm gonna put, have to rape you now. They put a fucking sodium in there. They don't care. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do the same shit and do the, do the same shit to my people. We expect more of you. I think less of you when you do what you what we come from. We come from a fucked up place, and our quote unquote oppressors do us a certain way. So when you make it out of that, and then you do that exact same thing to your own people, I think less of you. I think you're you worse. You expect more from people, but like you can't expect people to to do to not do what's best for them when they feet to the fire. Who feet was to the fire? I'm not saying Jay's feet was. No, to we the talking about this very not no not no hypothetical. Okay. This specific his, situation, his feet were that's his, cold. His feet were never to the fire. He that's saw an opportunity blooded. and he took it. Big brother, that's Big's brother. All that fucking song. That's a whole ass song, dog. That's Kanye's song. That's not Jay Z song. That's not Jay saying that shit. That's not Jay saying I'm your big brother. What I mean is, if you listen to the words, Kanye is rapping in that song. Jay Z has always shitted on Kanye. I told you about a. I told you I'm about to get uh do a song with Coldplay. Next thing you know, he got a song with Coldplay. Like shit, like Kanye, low key explained on his first album it was low-key it wasn't a diss but he definitely said everything that jay did shady to him but jay gave him some money throughout the years when he had that big ass rock nation deal where okay baby gave little wayne i gave gave uh, 20 mil well baby gave 20 uh, mil yeah baby gave wayne a car and said he was the president he gave him something so you got something. You you didn't walk away empty-handed. You didn't get what I got, but you didn't walk away empty-handed. I'm not saying that it's right, but you don't get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. And if you and if you don't have a knowledge of people working in your favor, like you you gonna get fucked. But you, that's what you negotiated. When I look at, <laughs> I see you looking, man. Because I mean, I, I mean that's cute. They cliches, but they not relating to this actual story though. Like me and Jay Z want never negotiation negotiating. You was just the head of the company. Did I? You know what I'm saying? I negotiated a while, a while ago. I'm already signed to the label. You got a deal as a president, and while you exiting the business, in order to get your masters, you leverage. The only reason that you was even able to leverage and work on my behalf is because you had this position. And on your way out, he was like, "Hey, look, I need my masters." So. All these niggas I came in with on that Rockefeller for life shit. Hey, man, have all they shit. Just give me mine. Rockefeller, y'all. Ooh, I tell you, boy. I mean, look, man, business is bold. Business is fucking bold. There are backdoor deals in every business. You know what? That's how shit works. You watch Boardwalk Empire? I do. Remember the, the Italian nigga? Uh, he was like... And I never thought about this. He was like, they say, it's not business. It's, it's, it's not personal. It's business. He said, but all businesses are ran by people. <laughs> I'm like, how do a motherfucker tell me it's not personal? And you a person. And all the decisions that a business make are made by a person. 
And then you gonna tell me it ain't personal Be, because I'm not doing it just to. You to, doing it for your own self interest. Okay, so I'm not personally. doing it just to. I'm not doing it just to fuck you. I'm looking out for me. I'm sorry. All right, and that's what niggas do when they snitch. They look out for themselves. Snitching is morally wrong. Stealing is morally wrong. Setting up your brother for failure is morally wrong. When Stealing. you not, and you when you working on somebody's behalf and he don't even fucking know it. I didn't say, Jay, let's go do this. No, nigga, you just happened to be the president and on your way out, you made a shady backdoor deal and sold your man out for 12 pieces of silver. Is he Jay-Z or Judah? I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, Judah sold out Jesus. Judah saw an opportunity and sold out Jesus. If this was coming from a... Like, so what's so funny is that it was said he sold his masters knowing that they will never sell it back to him because that was the quote you know what i'm saying and that was the so you selling a master is one thing to a company hey yo you and the company can work that shit out later you got money nigga pay for that shit i don't like it but i can get it but to sell that shit back to universal knowing that you knowing will that never they will never you. sell it back to him no, that's that's that's, a- that's bold man that's bold business, dog. That's bold business. Yo, you only good as your word, right? In business. And Did I ever give you my word that I wasn't gonna sell your masters? No, but you never you also you never told me you was gonna do it either. So we didn't work in good faith. You went and worked on my behalf, or actually you, <laughs> you I never worked me. I never worked on your behalf. I used Ooh, you as a bargaining chip. It is not up. right, but it's business. it's business, man. What does that mean? I don't even want to hear that shit. What does it mean? That you know, sometimes sometimes numbers get crunched, feelings get hurt. I bet. You know. All right, so listen. There's casualties in every war. People die on the battlefield. I get and it. Kanye's con and Kanye's masters got shot up on and died on the battlefield. I get it. So next week, the bad come in for Shop Talk Podcast, and I take all the money and all the credit and lead Dame over there and be like, hey, look, man, nigga, it's just business, dog. It ain't personal. Shit, we can still go to bar seven, though. You all right? You free this weekend, nigga? You better watch everything <laughs> you drink. You better watch everything you, know you drink. Like, above all, nigga, you a human being. You a person. That, oh, no, man. You know, it's business. No, nigga. The comp- yes, I, I understand the complexity of it. Would I fucking feel a way? Yeah, because I feel like we're better than that. And I, the, the same way I'm sure Kanye felt like him and Jay were better than that. But I mean... If that happened that way and I didn't, what could I do? What could I do? Niggas being killed over less. I wouldn't kill you. I'm not talking about this situation. I'm talking about like, man, that's some dirty shit, dog. Like when you think about all the snaky, the snaky type shit, the all that we had, the, all the things that we got to explain away. And well, you know, Jay's a bit. Oh, he just is. It's a lot of shit niggas got to explain away about Jay, dog. I mean, he moved differently. I'm not going. I'm not going. It's a lot of shit that niggas got to explain away. It's probably why they really don't fuck with that nigga like that and don't like talking about it. But everybody, man, like, you know, he had a conversation with Kanye about this shit. But Kanye's the next guy, the nice guy. He all today. He's still talking about. And what's so funny, Kanye say Jay not going to get his master's back for for into t- from 10 years from now. So whatever deal he made was a future deal. <laughs> I mean, still, I want 
maybe I won't reap the benefits of it, but my children will. Yeah. My, my wife children, might. Yeah. My grandkids will. Facts. Je- I created generational wealth. Yeah, for me and my family. Fuck yours. Kanye's created his own general wealth. Generational wealth. He yeah. Got, he had good music. He got I Yeezys. Trust, I can't trust a nigga like that, though. I can't trust a nigga that'll say, fuck the NFL, we don't need you, and then be there the very next football season talking about, yo, we passed kneeling. Like, it's just way too many questionable questionable decisions, dog. That shit, that's just, no. We all I'm move straight. differently, man. Yeah, that is that is 100%, man. We all we definitely do move differently, dog. Um, that nigga acting like them crackers, though. Um, that's how they move. That's what the cracker is. That crap of that, that crack of that whip. The the. But when you get when you get so bi- when you've been rich for so long, you're detached from other shit, man. No, that's a no. That's a that's an excuse, and that's false. But it's true though. No, that's a that's a that's Jay. Ex- I've been rich for thirty years. I don't I don't understand what you poor's go through. You been have you been rich for thirty years? No. So how do you know that's a true statement? Who you know that's been rich for 30 years and told you that they detached? See, that's an excuse that niggas make because they don't want to own up to their own insecurities or their own downfalls. Nigga, just just cop up to being a piece of shit person. Don't, don't blame it on nothing else. You know what I'm saying? I don't know nobody that's been rich for 30 years. I, I, I don't know them personally. I practice good business. You know what I'm saying? And I know I know some folks who practice good business and that's just a part that's just a part of people code. And if you allow money to change who you are and your morals and your values the whole nine yards, you a certain to, type of person. But it's easy to practice good business at this. So so you really saying like Jay Z has always been who he was? Always. It's just, he that, the mo- about just he... that the money exposed it, or or now no, it's coming out. It ain't no, that it's just coming out. out. Fuck coming out. He been told you from the very get go who he was. He's always been this super rich capitalist. I'm better than you. He might as well have been a Republican the whole fucking time. Wow, Jason. Wow. I can't help the poor if I'm one of them. But I mean, you can't. <laughs> you can't. Oh well, I guess uh, Harriet Tubman didn't help. I guess uh, Martin Luther King Jr. didn't help. I guess uh, Malcolm X didn't help. All our fucking revolutionaries, everybody that we hold in such high regard, them motherfuckers didn't help because they definitely wasn't rich. That was it, definitely it, it, helping it depend, the poor. It depends on how. They was definitely on, helping the poor, and they was one of them. It depends on your mindset of what is help. I can't give back a bunch of money, and me and you both making twelve fifty an hour. No, I can't. Now maybe I can help with time or talent, but if you want me to help financially, I'm not able to do that, and I'm on the same level as you. I have to be above. I mean, and maybe the, how he gives back now, in his mind maybe justifies how how he feels dog but i mean jay is he's on another echelon right now he lives in a hundred million dollar house dog fuck that mean to me like what is so like what does that mean though that that i don't i don't live like you no more nigga my mattress costs a hundred thousand dollars so now i can treat people differently because i sleep on a, a nicer mattress you know you you should you shouldn't treat people like shit but i'm sure he's detached from the the qualms of being poor he's not jay-z from marcy projects no more you view yourself as poor do i view myself as poor yeah 
I mean, I'm not where I want to be financially, but I'm I'm comfortable. I mean, the the do you identify you your personality, who you are as a person who's poor? No, no, I don't. Because I don't associate that. Like, I don't. That's a mind state that I've never been. Regardless of however much money I got, you know what I'm saying. There is a there is definitely a poor mind state. Yeah. Uh, I don't associate that shit with myself, regardless of a monetary value. So I don't think that if I if I'm sitting on twenty two million in my bank account, like you don't think you're gonna act no different from how you do today? My my core values ain't changing. That's who I am. That's why I'm built. Now, would I would I go to a different restaurant possibly? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like, would I then be like, yo, this shit that can help my brother out, or I know I'm a I know the value of a master. Because I'm about to lever him for mine, and I know they never gonna sell it back on to him. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. No, I can't see myself doing that. It ain't like I'm broke. Like if I didn't get that shit, I'm I'm gonna be poor. Like you know what I'm saying? That's not like. But people that are are rich do what they have to do to attain and acquire more wealth. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm not ethically. You know, it's got his question marks to it. I don't feel like a man it, can't serve two masters. Man, you not you not two people. You one way. You it, it you you don't get to be two different ways. That's like a. So I mean, a if you're always a whole ass nigga, that's just that's just who you, you are. It's in you. You don't like this whole yo. You know when I'm dealing with this, I'm this way, fam. You one person, and you are who you are, and you don't you don't get to play this. Yo, that's my. I hate when niggas be like <laughs> this old personality shit, or you know women they got they going out they, personality they ego, or that yeah. this alter ego shit, fam. You one person. Like you one person and how you move and conduct is how you move and conduct. So if I see you move and conduct on some shady shit in the streets or at work, I know how you move. Like you don't get to be two people, dog. You know, it. it I always remember a funny story. This young lady I was trying to date. And I remember like into our first date, she asked me like, have you ever cheated on somebody? And it just kind of startled me, yeah. you know. You know, I was just kind of, kind of ruffled. But in that instance, she already knew the answer, like yeah. what, what I've done. And she was like, you know, this was nice, but I'm gonna have to have to end things because she was like, and and her reasoning for saying that she was like, you know, more. She's like, loyalty is loyalty across the board. Like if you cheat on your girl, you will snitch on your homie. That's how she was trying to trying to relate to things and she was like that's just not what i'm what i'm interested in hmm. i'm like well young lady have you ever told a lie have you ever lied to your parents well if you lie to your mama you lie to me i can't trust you, you, don't, you there's no loyalty there. i mean people people have their own set of core values yeah. and reasonings behind you know what they why they do what they do i thought that was a little bit off base but i yeah. mean if that's what floats her boat you know God bless it. I hope the next nigga don't cheat on you. Yeah, I could. I should have lied to your dumb ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get. Hey, look, people. You know, they gonna do what they gonna do. What they gonna do, man. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was interesting. Uh, um, Hit Boy chimed in. Uh, let me read what he said. Uh, when Kanye was posting that stuff. Um. Uh. Essentially, hit boy. Uh, where did I where did I keep this shit at? 
Oh, Hit Boy said, I haven't been a fan of Kanye on a personal human level since he told me to my face he stopped picking my beats because I work with Beyonce. This is after I produced Niggas in Paris, Click, and a myriad of other songs, projects for him, and his label Good Music in the two years I was signed with them. This tweet is something I can agree with, though. Universal Music Group has held me in, has held me in what the last three lawyers I've hired referred to as the worst publishing uh, contract they've ever seen. Since I was 19 years old, I'm 33 now, and have multiple Grammys, produce a lot of your favorite artists' biggest songs on the top, uh, biggest songs on the top, um, and he turned in 450 plus records since I first signed and Universal still doesn't have him have it in him to be simply just be fair. Um, long story short, he said, I also got 10 plus joints on the current number one album. He been in this contract for X amount of years and they won't let him out of the contract. Um, even though he's fulfilled his obligations, they basically find a way to say that you have not fulfilled your obligations so when we start talking about the contracts and i don't necessarily know that a particular that a company owes you to sell back um masters and things of that nature that don't mean i'm rolling with record labels what record labels do they'll they'll make a contract and then they won't honor the contract they'll find a loophole and they have they just keep doing things where they'll never ever actually honor the contract and that's really fucked up because you got a nigga in a in a you've been locked in a nigga in a in a, in a bad deal for like 14 years i always hear babies say in the interviews like man every contract i got is renegotiable every contract i write with a nigga is renegotiable yeah but it, we can renegotiate but that don't mean it's gonna be in my favor <laughs> yeah i'll give you more but I'm going to ask for more, too. Because, like, why would I, you know what I'm saying? I won't. I, don't. I mean, the a record label is also an antiquated way of doing business. And if, if that's the, the route you choose to go, you understand that the, the ball is not in your favor. It's just not. Well, it so it's, it's even deeper than did you read your contract? Yeah, I read my contract. I don't know everything that's in it. But then when somebody won't give you access to data to prove that you did certain things what i'm supposed to do now no actually i recouped on all these but you holding the data that will prove it and now you run me through different hoops and different shit like these companies are evil not just for not honoring i mean not for just for saying yo this is a bad deal well even in the bad deal honor the bad deal y'all not even honoring the bad deal that you gave me you locked me in a 10 album deal and I didn't turn in 10 album. Like Kanye can't get out of his deal. I don't know if you ever heard him writing about this and shit. Like he said, after my 10th album, I'm supposed to be done period. And all my shit's supposed to come back. And they like, uh, no, nah. here goes the loophole that says you gotta, not only can you not get out your deal, you gotta continue making music. You can't go two years without making music. And why, why Kanye was getting all these tweets off subliminally about Jay-Z and putting up his record contract, his Twitter, his Twitter got canceled. <laughs> and Rick Fox had to come and let us know that Kanye was uh, canceled for the next 12 hours. Yeah. That's wild. That's wild is why Rick Fox and Kanye West even friends. Uh, Rick Fox live in Calabasas. 
Rick Fox is friends with everybody. I guess so. This rich nigga shit. You know, he's just friends with everybody and shit. Uh, I just find that I do like all the attention that's coming towards uh, these contracts and shit like that. I think I heard one of the twins say, <laughs> and uh, that shit didn't stuck with me. I forgot. They said that shit a long time ago and shit. It was like, um, I'm not signing a contract longer than three pages. So whatever you got to do, put that shit in three pages. That's probably really good advice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not, all these, I, hey, listen, find a way to put that shit in three pages, dog, because I'm not, no, we not about to, I'm not about to go through a 22-page contract. C subsection, no. How much money on the table? Put that shit in three pages. I mean, if you look like an NBA contract, and I mean, it's 50, 60 mil on the table. Everything is negotiable, but. You gotta find a way to put this shit. <laughs> like we gotta, we gotta have. We going, we got. It's a lot, dog. It's it's a lot. I want people to be. I want people to be independent. And I want them to do some partnerships, where you keep your ownership, and um, you just gotta be very careful, very very specific about what you're getting into because. As of right now, you really got to have a hindsight to know what you're getting into and also to know what you want out of it. Like most people right now, they want access to advertisings and brands and I want visibility. I can record my album on my own. You know what I'm saying? I can I can put I can buy my own clothes. I can record my album on my own. What I need you to do is put me on a rap caviar playlist. Put me on a um the rap life playlist on, on Apple. You know, that's the Give first me the places thing. I can't be yeah. with my on my own too. I want you for management and I want you for promotion. Other than that, which I make the music, I'll put it out, I'll put my album out when I feel like it. Yeah. That's what I need. But you got to be a certain artist. You, that's very hard to have coming up and being brand new. I think you need to be a more established artist before they go. You can have that type of leverage and power. Well, they don't come. Well, they only come to get established artists. They only come get you when you got a bubbling. Oh, yo, we see you, every time you drop a YouTube video, you get 500,000 spins in the first week. They come to you now. It's not me shopping. The niggas not shopping demos no more. Like, you got an online following? How many Twitter fans? Oh, yo, he got X amount of Twitter followers. His Instagram is this. Let's reach out. Like, nigga, you coming to me off rip. Nigga, I could put my shit on iTunes and Spotify for free. Like, so the place that everybody gets music from, my shit is already there. Shit, I put a fucking album out on Spotify and Apple Music and everything like a month and a half ago. Shit cost me $20 for the year. Who put it out? I did. Oh. I even got the shit. You know, when you on uh, Instagram, you put your little music shit. My shit there too. $20 for the year. Fuck, I need a record label for. I need the record label. To do the work. For promotion. I feel you. I feel you. So you need, y'all need promotion. Actually, you need to find an independent uh, investor to just get you ten bands for promo, and then you'll get that money on the back end. Like what? What's the label about to do for me? 
in 2020. I don't know. Yeah, because the music scape is so different. There's not Yo MTV raps or 106 in Park. You know, niggas not moving hand to hand. I don't need to move 100,000 or 200,000 units in the first week. You know, just put me in the places, make make me visible. I just need the niggas to know my name. I need you to get me because you work with Universal and Universal has contacts. Oh, you can get me on Double XL. Yeah. You can get me on a, you can get me on the interview market or whatever. That's what you can do for the me. The big interview market. Yeah. I'm gonna go to Sway. I'm gonna go to the Breakfast Club. I'm gonna be on Cosmic Kev. I'm gonna work. Yeah. I'm going to work that's the what right you can do for me, And actually, that's what my management can do for me. I don't need a label. I need to sign a management deal. I, I need, But I need the label to, you know, get me on iHeart and have them playing my new single at the top of the hour, every hour for oh, the next three weeks. Oh, that's well, that's when you got to pay. That's the pay for play. That's the payola. You I feel mean, me? But then it's like, well, do you need that? Depending on what type of artist you are. If I am a brand new artist, yes. If I'm Drake, no, fuck you. So you a brand new artist, how old are you? Let's say 25. Who's your fan base at 25? The city of Detroit. Let's say the Midwest. City of Detroit, Chicago. What age range? 18 to 25. 18 to 25. Do they turn into the radio? No. Because they're not even in the car like that. So you put my song on the radio 20 times a day on WJLB. If that's not your target mark, what that's going to help? I need a sponsor ad on Spotify and Apple Music. That's what you that, and, I and you can in in real life you can do that shit yourself. I need a sponsored right ad now. on Instagram and I needed to reach all two, I gotta two do, million people. All I, I mean, I we we got a business page. I run sponsored ads that be in between like fam, you just need the money for the advertising. Well, and that's, a what, that's what y'all do. Provide, yeah. give me the money. Yeah. So, don't. I would say don't go sign a a a a, a fourteen album deal, unless it, it doesn't make sense. Unless in today's climate, you cannot afford to put out an album. If you need a, a a label and a quality microphone and a quality studio, the the or a label might give me access to producers that I couldn't one hundred percent couldn't touch on my own. Yeah, yeah, I can work with you know niggas in the city, but like nigga, I want I want a Kanye West beat. I want I can see I want to work a, with Boy Wonder. I want to work with and they all signed to this label, so I can get it. Ain't no clearance issues, no nothing. Oh, they signed a Def Jam, which is universal. I want to work with Mustard. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I get it. But, you know, on on, I would just say avoid that shit. If you can. Podcasters, too. Joe? You wouldn't sign with a, if, with a huge podcast network if it made sense? I would partner with a, a I would definitely partner. Charlemagne came knocking and say, hey, Jay, Dame, I got we would definitely partner together. And I would lease the I would uh I would lease the content. You get you, yo, for the next two years, these episodes are going to you. After that two year time frame, they come right back to me. This is my content though. Like I I, I own it and I'm leasing it to you. It's a licensing deal. Rather, I said lease, I mean license. Okay. Um a licensing one hundred percent. And let them run their ads, do whatever yeah, they do. Because so the only difference between 
Shop Talk podcast right now and a, a Brilliant Idiots or a Joe Button gangster podcast. They picked up like gangster, gangster Chronicles. Yeah, the only difference between that is the amount of visibility of people who know about the podcast. Because I got data that says year over year, over year over year, that we, we grow, 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 yeah. grow, grow. I know when we have events, people show up. Like the only difference is well, we just need to get you in front of a bigger audience. Cause like there's a certain reach that we are gonna reach by myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that but I, but it'll grow can, organically, but to grow in leaps and bounds. Even though we've me, been doubling every year. You know what I'm saying? But I wanna be I wanna fill up the four field next time we do urban podcast yeah. month as opposed to But I mean that's that's something simple. You know what I'm saying? But like you don't gotta give up your. You don't have to give up all of your intellectual property. But I mean, what if that? that's part of the deal? That's what Charlemagne want. I mean, we'll discuss it. If it work, it work. If it don't, it don't. That'd be the other thing, though, right? Because people then it, talking then it about it turn into a Jay Z situation. Well, I want that bag, so maybe I need to go solo. Well, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like people got to you you got to make your decisions, you know what I'm saying? And that be the thing with the masters. Only your masters ain't sh- don't mean nothing if your masters ain't worth nothing. So when you making that deal with That's the record label, said. like if the if the music ain't worth shit, like you so when you, you own 100% the, of nothing. So when you making the deal and the record label was saying, "Hey, shit, fine, fuck it. I give you the, I give you I give you 90% of your masters. I'm not giving you no money up front though." Like which one isn't? Because first off, your masters ain't worth shit. You ain't dropped your album yet. There isn't even nothing to ma- like. Okay. So yeah, I own it. But like, if you want it, fine. You can have all this shit. I'm not going to give you X amount of dollars up front. So y'all you be, better make sure this album is incredible. Yeah. So you be negotiate negotiating against a theoretical value that you hope for it to be in the future. You hope your album is thriller and you can yeah. prove everybody So it's wrong. like, hey, do I take this $12 million, Kanye West, do I take this $12 million a album or do I get my masters that's possibly worth more in the future? I just don't know. You know what I'm saying? So these are decisions that people have to, that, that people make. I don't think you like a slave and, and, and no shit like when that. You, you know, it's a bird in the hand versus two in the bush. It's 12 million right here. This is the possibility of maybe 20. I tell you what, nigga came through was like, yo, we'll get a shot. We'll get a, we'll get a podcast. We'll give you shop talk. Jay and Dame. We're going to give you niggas $12 million for the next five years to own everything outright for the next five years. And then niggas made a hundred million dollars off of the shit. I'm cool. Cause I made twelve. I made twelve million dollars. I made at least twelve. Now and guess what? With other opportunities, I probably made would more I, money. Would I like to have made more money? One hundred percent. But guess what? I would I know what I know for a fact I wouldn't have did in the <laughs> next five years. I wouldn't have made. I wouldn't 12. have made twelve million dollars or six apiece. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wouldn't have had six million dollars. I don't think. So that's a decision you got to make, and it's like rich people problems. Would you like? Would you like a hundred mil? I mean, or would I, you like the six? I would. Eh. I would like a hundred mil, but like I have six thousand dollars in the bank right yeah. now. I but think. if I knew that, right, 
I, I then couldn't turn around and say, man, these niggas did me dirty. No, nah, fam. You took the deal. Like you had a choice. You said slavery was a choice. What didn't he say slavery was a choice? Yeah, absolutely. That he chose to be a slave. A very high price slave. Kanye chose to be a slave. Cause he said these these record contracts is modern day slavery. You got up there on TMZ, says slavery was a choice. Nigga, them got your signature on it. Oh well. I mean, gotta be careful what you say sometimes. Yeah. Should have come you back. You gotta be careful you. what you ask for. Yeah. Uh I mean, five years is a long fucking time. But you know why people sign long-term deals like that? Because they not 100% sure they're going to be hot in five years from now. I want to get as much money. So, I mean, I can guarantee I stay on this level for five years. I see this I, shit hot right now. I'll take it. I'll take it. Twelve. They offer us 12 mil? <laughs> My nigga. Uh, because one thing years? about... If you like, yo, we get we get the we get the podcast, we get shop talk, we get we 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 own it all. Twelve million dollars. You can't have it no more. Guess what I can do? Start another fucking podcast. Cause I'm <laughs> cause this is this I is mean, this is in, in You uh, can in, buy you can buy the ingredients, but you can't replicate the sauce. You can't. We had a couple different names for different shit. Let, let, yeah. let, let, ring talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now we are ring talk podcast. <laughs> like with Jan Dang. Uh, Not saying with a Rockefeller podcast. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We'll just call it something different. We call it talk shop. <laughs> <laughs> and I and we'll take that six million a piece and you know like, meet up on, in a man. different studio every Friday. Yeah, you, know, you feel me? But um, it's interesting, dog. Um, I do hope everybody, uh, like Birdman said, can all producers still get please get paid. <laughs> Baby ain't paying nobody. Uh, hey man, did you see um uh, this interview from uh Chris Rock? No, nah, what Chris Rock do? Uh, he was I don't know Variety magazine, one of these magazines. He sat down with you know he in Fargo and shit, and he got some pretty interesting quotes uh in this shit, dog. He said, it's real. I'm a, it's a lot of it. It's real. It's not going away. I said this before, but Obama becoming a president is progress for white people. It's not progress for black people. It's the Jackie Robinson thing. It's written like he, it's written like he broke a barrier as if there weren't any black people that could play before him. And that's how white people have learned about racism. They think these people work hard enough. They'll be like Jackie. And the real narrative should be that these people, the black people, are being abused by a group of people that are mentally handicapped. And they're just trying to get them past their mental handicaps to see that all people are equal. So in that one, he's like, yo, ton of niggas could play baseball before Jackie Robinson. He wasn't the best, but white folks had to convince themselves that this was progress. And look how look how far we come. No, y'all niggas is crazy. And we got to act like y'all not. But y'all got a mental handicap. And like y'all think that Obama was the first qualified black person. Y'all motherfuckers is really crazy. I agree 100% with that. I do agree, though. <laughs> They've always been qualified. But like every there's there has to be one. Somebody has to to fall on the sword and be the sacrifice. 
he was like, humanity is not progress. It's only progress for the person that's taking your humanity. If a woman's in an abusive relationship and her husband stops beating her, you wouldn't say she's made progress. <laughs> but that's what we do with black people. Blah, blah, blah. He also, uh, he made some comments about Trump. He said, uh, in the Democrats, he said it was a Democrat. He said Democrats let COVID slip in here because they were too busy fighting for impeachment and impeaching somebody who was never going to get impeached. Um, He said he's like the emperor, the five-year-old emperor, like the nigga's a child. We know he's an idiot. We just got to deal with the nigga. But the Democrats dropped the ball with COVID because we didn't put too much attention on it. And we should have, but we was trying to do this impeachment shit that everybody and their fucking mama knew wasn't going to work. And uh, so some people gave him flack and for somehow thought he was supporting Trump somehow, even though he called him a a five-year-old idiot kid. You know what I'm saying? But like, eh, Nancy Pelosi and all them, it's Trump, 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 Trump. That's all we hear. Trump, Trump, Trump. A.O. Joe Biden. Trump, Trump, Trump. He opposite of Trump. Like, yo, y'all know this can't be it, right? Like, we had a whole fucking global pandemic I didn't I didn't see on either side, hey, Corona, Corona, until mid-March and this shit was too late. But we was worried about impeachment, impeachment. They ain't getting out of here, dog. It ain't never worked. Ain't nobody ever left. It's not happening, dog. And it didn't happen. Nah, it did. Off with flying colors. Orange. <laughs> Um, I did. I don't, I don't see why those comments are so inflammatory. I mean, he's telling the truth. Always. He also did uh, say he came down with a learning disorder. He said he uh he got diagnosed with a a, a version of Asperger syndrome where he doesn't understand. Or he has a hard time understanding nonverbal communication. Um, which is interesting because. Most communication is not verbal. And then you're like a comedian. You have to read the room sometimes or maybe that's why read he, the environment. Maybe that's why he's able to give a very unique perspective on different things because he don't read he the don't room read, yeah. just like everybody else reads the room. Interesting. Um, he a very interesting. I, I like Chris Rock. He one of my, uh, he's on my goat, on my goat list, my, my bucket list of interviews, but I don't want to do the, I don't want to do the comedian interview. I want to sit down and talk with these people, though. Like, about... Real shit. Yeah, weird and weird. Weird and real shit. Not... I don't care about your first joke. You know what I'm saying? Or or the times you was hanging out with Eddie Murphy and shit. It's a real conversation. Yeah, because I want to know how you think and, you know, I want to... I want to do things like that, so... Uh, man, a couple hot items, dog. I don't know if you heard about this shit, dog. But um You know what a whip it is? The animal? No. So apparently these kids is uh like taking some aerosol cans or some oh. foam and like Well getting high. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh some kid was getting high and uh he was driving like in um southwest somewhere. And um, the bridge was opening, 
And he jumped over the bridge. This motherfucker jumped over the open bridge while it was open. Like a dog. drawbridge. Yeah. yeah. Like on some Blues Brothers shit. Dukes of Hazard. Bust all four tires. <laughs> he made it over, though. He did. On some Dukes of Hazard shit. Like, he made it over. The front windshield was bust out. All four tires bust. And he, he ran into something. Nigga was high as fuck. Cause it's not it's not like how it is on Grand Theft Auto when you behind your car. I didn't think he would like I didn't I'm waiting to see the video. Um but like what if he wouldn't have made it and like just hit the We'd be having a different conversation. It'd be like I would wait somebody put the, the wasted. Yeah, we'd be having a whole different conversation. <laughs> Man, that shit wow, dog. Um He was a white kid. So I mean he he not doing traditional drugs. I yeah. think he was white. Yeah. Uh, what else I got, dog? Yeah, man. Uh, Neon Dion Sanders is the new head coach of um, um, Jackson State, man. HBCU. That's, that's huge. Super fucking. That's dope. huge because a lot of kids gonna want to come from their high school to play for prime time. Just playing this, just just straight off a name. Yeah. And Dion has a a very big personality. He's engaging. You know, just to be part of that environment, that's going to be enough for some kid to be like, you know what? I want to go to Jackson State. I want to play for primetime. HBCU, baby. Dion going to bring a certain level of attention to the school, to that program. You know, and whatever he does is going to be deemed a success. I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. I think it's super I dope. would send my son to play for primetime. For sure. And primetime, I wonder how fast he – he say he's still running for something. He probably still fast as shit. Yeah, he's he in good shape. shape. Yeah, I want to. I want to see them. I want to see him and Shannon Sharp race. Shannon is do some, in incredible shape. Yeah, I want to see them niggas do some uh, some <laughs> feats of talent. You know, well, they both football players and shit. You know, run through them through the combine or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Shannon fifty two. Dion bought that too. <laughs> Dion got the whole gray hair. He yeah, stopped he, dying and shit. <laughs> he turned that shit turned white immediately. Yeah, man. They they some old niggas, but I'm sure they can still get I up. I wonder how many NFL I want to see them. Herschel Walker. Or Herschel Hawkins. Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. Right. Yeah, right. Herschel was doing MMA a few yeah, years ago. It's a couple of niggas who stay in good shape. I'm like, I want to see what y'all do in the combine. Ocho single, he's still yeah, yeah. Well, Ocho, Terrell, he, Terrell Owens. They're not old enough though. They still they in their forties. They young. They them niggas can still play right now. Uh, matter of fact, Ocho was still playing for some team. No, he wasn't. Not no NFL team. No, it was a uh, uh, another arena pro or something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I thought he was doing soccer for a minute. Yeah, man. Um, I think that's all I got, man. You ain't got no whose man's is this, this week. Oh, I know I, you got one. Oh, I got a whose man's is this this week. Okay, come on, bless us. Uh, but see, so when we be like, whose man's is this? Sometimes everybody just always assume that it's like a bad thing. And this one not whose man is this. This is not bad. So uh whose man is this is essentially like who's with this nigga? Who's, I, who Yeah, like who, no. Who you with, man? Like no, whose man is this? <laughs> right. So this is goes out to um Eric Brown Jr. Now Eric Brown Jr. is a 27-year-old Jackson, Mississippi man who was arrested over the weekend for hacking into the Hines County Human Service uh, Department and approving all applications for food stamps. After approving applications, he then had cards mailed out to new applicants totaling $2,500 each. 
Current car holders were also awarded $2,500 credits. His bond is set at $100,000 and he has since bonded out. More on the story at 10. This nigga's a motherfucking hero, dog. Yeah, he, he this the, the hood. This the type of hacking that I be wanting niggas to be the um <laughs> So they say they bonded out. Like how how much was niggas selling stamps in order to help I'm get saying y'all better put that nigga stamp. Nigga gave everybody twenty five hundred dollars on that shit. Man, this the fucking pandemic, man. Niggas ain't eating. People it, can't go back to work because their kids at home in school and they struggling for money. In Jackson, Mississippi? Now everybody got 2500 on that bridge And card. I mailed out cards. You can't even get these bitches back. Hey, everybody got $2,500 on a blessing. That. Whose man is this? Dog? Get that all, all heroes don't wear capes. Facts. Get that man a round of applause. You feel me? All heroes and, um, don't wear capes. Shout out to uh, Eric Brown Jr. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, man. You got to do what you got to do, Your Honor. What you want me to do? You want me to see you 2500 too? I got you. I got your address. You can eat good for 20. Look, man, I got blessed with $200 on a bridge card just this past week. And nigga, I went I went to all these and went wild. 200 was 200. Like, that's that's all I need. Like all these food. I don't have no problem. (laughs) This is probably going to sound a little savage to me. I had no problem with off brand food. Uh, shit ain't got to be my my mayonnaise ain't got to say Hellman's on it for me to eat it. I'm saying I don't have one. No don't eat mayonnaise. That's the deal. Be a better. In I'm just saying. I'm just using that as an oh, example. Oh shit! But I don't need. I don't need my shit to be. You know, we had to. Brand food. I just thought about. We had to re up. The last week was talking about them fucking noodles and shit. And then people, some of our listeners did some research, and we found some shit that was even worse than last week, dog. Yeah, P got a whole brand of these good noodles. These bitches got twelve hundred and eighty milligrams of sodium. That's fifty six percent of the contents of this package is salt. Fifty six percent, dog. That's a lot of salt, man. Four percent dietary fiber. <laughs> you might take a shit yeah. afterwards. Like, you don't need no fiber. <laughs> Oh you, shit! You gonna need some blood pressure medication. Oh, this you're probably gonna need to drink a good amount of water to, to push that shit out your system. Fifty six percent sodium, twenty five percent saturated fat. Ain't nothing in this motherfucker healthy, nigga. I mean, you don't want to eat that shit three times a day every day. But I mean, if you need a quick meal for for two dollars, pee feeding the hood. This shit made. This shit made in the USA too. By the way. Where'd you think it was gonna be made at in China? China, somewhere. Like, no, nah, man, I'm not with that shit. Uh, do better, P. I love you though. You know what I'm saying? Yo, shout out to my kids. They had another one today. I heard. What would you do that to your kids? So dog? look, man. When I saw them at the store, I, I'm just gonna tell the story. I saw them at the at the gas station. The kids were like, oh shit, that's not oh shit, but like that's Master P. I Why said, the fuck oh, they know who Master P is? Because they eat rap snacks too. Okay. Or I eat. Or I used to eat rap snacks. Now my current condition. I don't eat no chips and shit. Now, I still fuck with a Tell little bit of candy. Tell the kids to chill before they end up like that. Yeah. Not, scare them and shit. You know, hit them with a whole bunch of scary stories and shit. I mean, they, they live in it. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they see my new normal. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Dialysis, how I got to eat and drink. So, they seeing it. And I want to create, you know, I want to do my part to help create healthy habits. Because our diets, I say it, man, our diets are what's killing us. Plain and simple. And I learned that and I had to learn that the hard way. But prior to all of this happening, you know, yes, I was at the store. I seen the pea noodles. They're like two dollars a pack. 
Look, y'all at home all day. You need something quick to eat. They like ramen. They like noodles. They like the little Man, go get mac the and cheese. Some bread cabinets. and some cheese, dog. Grilled cheese sandwiches at an all time high. I mean, less than fifty six grams of sodium. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, I bought some. So I mean, you know, I just don't go throwing out unused food. That shit poison. You probably light that shit on fire. Use that motherfucker as a uh, to start the fireplace, <laughs> man. Yeah, yo, y'all actually going hunting tomorrow and shit, dog. Where at? You um, going with D. Merrick? Yeah, I'm going to uh, <laughs> I'm going to shoot some animals. You know what I'm saying? What y'all hunting? Some things will be alive, and then I'm going to show up, and then some things will be dead. What y'all hunting? Big game? No, ain't no big game until like November. Small game, you know, some rabbits and shit. I've always hopefully to go I see hunting. a little fox. <laughs> hunting is like one of my bucket list items uh shout out i'm not gonna throw it out there but i may have a chance to cross off another one of my bucket list items look the landlord trying to model for somebody's you know apparel i'm willing oh, to, we already got it we we do got one thing set up but i'm just putting it out there i'm willing to cut down my beard i will not cut it off but i'm willing to cut it down for the right opportunity. If you want to throw me in your winter line, your spring, summer line. I got a, I got a plug for you. Yeah, because I want to show off these tattoos. Just Relax. highlight your mans. I've never. You want to show your t- tattoos off in the winter line. Okay. No, no, I'm saying <laughs> I, I said the summer, spring line too. So, I mean, you know, highlight at me. I'm, I'm deceptively handsome. You know, I am. I am deceptively. Six, I'm six feet <laughs> tall. I have a unique look. I have a bunch, a bunch of tattoos. Yo, if a nigga ever on his dating profile say he got a unique look, <laughs> dog, run. Dog. It, sounds like a, it sounds like possibly. A, I think it's, if, you, if a nigga tell you he deceptively handsome and has a unique you, look. So you old enough to remember before you could put pictures up on yeah. Black Planet and you had to describe yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, y'all see me here every week. You know what I look like. My IG is wide open. Look, if you want me to put, if you want to put me in some, I'm I'm thin as fuck now, so I can wear damn near anything. So, if you want to put me in some of your clothes, just hit, just just DM me. Uh, you buying yourself a PS5? Or the kids a PS5? I'm probably buy the kids one. Yeah. Get the five hundred. I'm I'm a I'm gonna go for the big boy edition. I'm gonna get them. What you about to buy physical media? You about to have a DVD, nigga? Like what you about to do with that? <laughs> I mean, it's more storage space on the on the uh, on the more expensive one. What you about to store? I mean, they want to store their games. You know what I'm saying? When, as you progress through the game and shit like that, instead of how much space? buying like an external hard drive, I don't know the. I'm specs definitely buying an external hard drive. I don't 100. Shit, cheap as fuck. Get you a terabyte, two terabyte, like for a hundred dollars. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, uh, I I sold my PS4 when we opened the studio, so that was like four years ago. I remember. Um, I'm I'm probably buy one just because. Um. I still got my PS4 and I play some games. I got my PS1, 2, and 3. I'm kind of salty that I sold the 4 because I'm about to, like, I just want the whole collection. Continuity, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm never buying a fucking um, Xbox. Uh, also, whose man's is this to that picture that you sent me, thinking of the PS, uh, PS5. Um, there's a it's picture. Okay to be white. There's a picture in a GameStop and it has a bunch of pictures of the PlayStation 5 controller. And the title says, it's okay to be white. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I know exactly how I feel about that in this climate. But it sounds worse than what I can possibly say. So I'm just leave it alone. Yes. It's going to sound worse than what I mean. 
but I mean, we understand advertising too. You sprinkle some shit out there like they they meant to put it out there. It's not a mistake. Yeah, it's okay to be white. I get it. You know, white folks probably having a tough time right now. Like the regular good ones, they're like, damn. All of our black friends don't I mean, fuck with us no it's, more. It's, <laughs> like, it's not that. It's not that. It's, it's not that. It's, it's a tough time, man. I know people that I love in interracial relationships, and you know, Ooh, they, tough times. They dealing with you know some some difficult issues within their own houses, their own families, their own children. I mean, it's 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 tough. Yeah, I bet it's tough. But we still we still we still like y'all. Yeah, man, and love is love, man. If you if you find love and it worked for you, God bless it, man. My my homeboy is in an interracial relationship. I love his girlfriend. She is uh, you know, she's the best thing that happened to him, and she's always been nothing but but good and pleasant to me. So I had you know no qualms with this young lady, uh, and that's my brother. That's my brother, and I love her because she loves him. Uh, so my music pick of the week, hometown favorite from one of the best MCs uh, from the city of Detroit and possibly walking the planet, Elzai from his new upcoming album, Seven Times Down, Eight Times Up. He has a, a single on the album called Jason. Uh, and he's not talking about Jay Johnson, but more or less the boogeyman Jason. And His name is also Jason. It is. Way. It is. And Elzai is spitting that shit. So that it's is. It's a fire. Uh, shout out to uh, Name Tag. Name Tag sent me that shit a couple weeks ago, and I've been uh, bumping it. Uh, oh, so Name Tag out here sending out exclusives. It was like on. It was on. Uh, it was on Apple Music. Oh, okay. Because so. <laughs> Name Tag, I I do own a piece of your publishing from from uh, <laughs> you know that defamation issue that me and you had a few months ago where you was telling people I was if anybody got a hold of their publishing shit it's name tag <laughs> matter of fact matter of fact you know what uh oh we got a guest next week by the way uh is it is it the guest that we was talking no, about no we got a homie vc violent content coming through uh next week vc from uh from everything uh clothing they got clothes i may do a little bit of everything he been through here um a few times um what in, in different ventures, he never been a guest on the show, but he okay. been through here with different ventures, whatever. Uh, but after that, man, we gonna get we get name tag in here um, because now I thought about it. You know, we talking about the record industry and contracts and artists and like if anybody anybody know this shit is name tag and name tag has done an incredible job licensing his music yeah. and a lot of different getting aspects. featured on different like so anybody can navigate certain people through name tag and the twins yeah. Shit and uh Illuminati G from uh, All Boys Shit Consider and uh, what the fuck did I miss? Man. I got to run energy. Uh, he do a, he do a really good job at, at that too, man. So we'll bring some folks on there so we can kind of you know sure this a little bit up a little bit because you know niggas get to talking and ranting. I don't know if I'll be right. Bring in some experts. Uh, yeah. I got the music playing. I don't, we can't hear it, but the, it's time for the Benny. Yeah. It's your man, Dame Gone Wild on IG, Dame Ruffin One on the Twitter. I'm hella active. At me, tweet me, talk to me. I talk back. I'm not, it's not no bot account. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be active with you. I'm still trying to get my followers up. Look, man, I'm gonna keep saying it. I'm gonna keep saying it until God bless me with a new kidney and bless me with a better situation until I get there. Praise him, I'm thankful. I'm so thankful for all y'all that have reached out. 
You know, man, before I got sick, I got this tattoo on my neck grateful because it came to me in a dream. This was way before, like, you know, this is a couple weeks before I got sick. And God, I felt like God was talking to me in a dream. So I went and tatted it on my neck because I saw it in a dream. I had a dream this week that was so vivid about something that I want to happen in my life. And I woke up, I was like, where the fuck is everybody at? Because that's how vivid and how descriptive and how the dream was. I saw myself on the other side Nobody of some of the things that I'm still living, but just on the other side of life, living better and having abundance and a lot of things that I want finally came to fruition. And I'm believing that those things are going to happen. I'm not going to put it out there, but I'm just going to ask that y'all have, continue to do what you've been doing. And that's praying for me, reaching out to me, keeping me in, in the forefront of your mind, man, because... Every week, somebody new reaches out that I never thought maybe listen, neighbor fuck, or listen as intently as they do. And I appreciate you, man. And I'm gonna keep. I love you. I'm gonna keep appreciating you, and I and I still need you. Um, it's funny you mentioned that dream stuff, man. One of my favorite episodes that we did was our dreams and nightmares episode. Yeah, yeah. And that was early. That's like third or fourth episode. No, 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 no. it was a little bit later. Yeah, this was within the last. Year or two. But it was, there was, I feel um, like it was an earlier episode. Didn't we ask Cheyenne for that? No, it was just us. This was like a year or two uh, ago. But um, uh, we said we was going to do a follow up album because we went through some dreams that we've had, but we got to do really soon um, a follow up to that one because a lot of shit didn't change and a lot of uh, visions and, and, and dreams and have, have, have come. So I think we should do a follow-up to that episode. I do, too. And I feel like the Lord really talks to me sometimes in my dreams. And, like, I'll be honest, like, before I really got sick, I didn't sleep a lot. Like, I probably, like, sleep four or five hours a day. Now I'm doing, like, eight, ten, twelve hours a night in a dream so much differently and so much more intently than I did before. And I really feel like... You were never going to go into REM sleep because you were sleeping too short. Yeah, I mean, I didn't realize how sick I was until I started feeling better. My dialysis kicked my ass physically and I'm tired of shit. And overall, my quality of life is different. And I need y'all to keep me in prayer because I'm about to possibly do like a small surgery so I can do dialysis at the crib instead of going to the center. And I'm going to keep walking everybody through my process and what I'm going through. So that's probably going to be the next step because they told me that I would extend my quality of life, you know, extend my kidney function, give me some normalcy back to my life so I think that's going to be the next step for me I got a consultation coming up soon and then, you know I'm already working on the, on the kidney transplant list and I'm going to have more information on that within the next coming weeks I mean, yeah, I mean we're ready to, get to, we ready to get this, 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 this drive and bring attention yeah man I'm ready to live, my brothers go to the doctor my sisters go to the doctor check on your health oh, your health is well yo I forgot to talk about this shit, dog. So we stop the music. Yeah, stop the music. Stop the music. Cut the music, <laughs> nigga. Did you hear about this fucking story about the nigga that went in to get a prostate exam? Yeah, and he came during the prostate. The exam. doctor he climaxed while the doctor was giving him a prostate exam. I mean, that, it's not a secret that the male G spot is in your booty hole. It's in our booty holes. I don't know that to be the case. I mean, ain't nobody, they nobody gave me no finger action. Yeah, I don't know that to be the you case. You ain't never got your but asshole licked by a woman? No, I have not. You should try it this weekend. 
So listen, that nigga went through that experience and he was he took his gun out and shot the nigga twice. And the doctor survived. The doctor survived. Dog, that's a wild ass fucking story, dog. That motherfucker was uncomfortable. Well, he or he was too comfortable. I mean, <laughs> like it is something like <laughs> I gotta be real careful how oh, I word this. <laughs> but like your body is gonna react how your body is gonna react. If certain things are stimulated, your body may have its own natural reaction. That motherfucker ruined forever, dog. He gonna be in, now. You gotta go to prison. <laughs> and they gonna stimulate his prostate a whole nother like, oh, way. Oh, you the nigga with the active prostate? This motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna get it stimulated a whole other way, but I mean, oh shit! They that's that's the, scientifically the male G spot is in the booty hole. No, you know, God that. is real funny. <laughs> Out of all the places you could have put it, like, well, I don't know. Well, everybody start off as a woman. Everybody got the same organs, and at some point, either your shit go in or your shit go out. But everybody organs is in the same place. Why women just they just by saying in they booty hole? I mean, our shit it got pushed back because our shit pushed forward. Like I, you know what I'm saying? Everybody start off the same. Why, it's the why same the thing. Couldn't put it in the head of my dick or something, man. I, I'm I'm fairly sure it's one of that. <laughs> motherfucker. I'm fairly sure it's one of that um, motherfucker too, dog. You know. <laughs> Not to say that I'm curious. Oh my god! <laughs> no, hey, look, we about to wrap this shit the fuck up. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't want. To, I don't want to look at this nigga differently, man. Hey, yo, what is? Shout out to the blue and the black. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio got a new website coming soon for the studio specifically. Got a new campaign ad coming. You are gonna see the drops everywhere. Cause when you see the blue and the black, you know where drops? you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jane Dick. Hell yeah, watch your booty holes. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs>